You should celebrate yourself every day, but some days you should celebrate with jewelry. Whether you want to commemorate an unforgettable moment or just bring some added sparkle to your collection, Blue Nile can offer you expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com today and experience the ease and convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com. BlueNile.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. Plush Care accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. Whether through lack of aging, an ability to withstand fatal wounds, or simply just being an eternal creature from the dawn of the universe, cheating death is a common occurrence in this show, which certainly comes in handy when you've got trigger-happy warmongering aliens like the Daleks, the Cybermen, and the Sontarans blasting the universe to shreds every five minutes. And that's not to mention all the destroyed planets and apocalyptic events, but in Doctor Who, that's basically just an average Tuesday. So with that in mind then, I'm Ellie with Who Culture, here with 10 Doctor Who characters who can never die. Number 10. The Family of Blood Immortality sounds like a blast on paper, but in reality, potentially not so much. The Family of Blood learned that the very hard way in Series 3, with the Tenth Doctor trapping each of the four members in some increasingly dark, everlasting situations. The father was wrapped in unbreakable chains and imprisoned. The mother was tricked into the event horizon of a collapsing galaxy. The daughter was trapped in every mirror in existence, and the son was suspended in time while dressed as a scarecrow, left to watch over the fields of England. Now it's pretty chilling stuff, but on the plus side, the family Family's ultimate goal was to achieve immortality. So technically, the Doctor did grant them their wish. It's not his fault if they didn't specify exactly how they wanted their eternal fates to look. While the daughter was freed by the 13th Doctor in a lockdown webcast written by Paul Cornell, the writer of the original episode, the canonicity of that story is up for debate. In terms of the actual show, each member of the family is presumably still trapped in their grisly scenario. So it's possible that the Doctor could revisit them one day. And who wouldn't want to see that rematch? Number 9. The Sisterhood of Khan the Sisterhood of Khan is one of the Hooniverse's most mysterious collectives. We haven't really spent that much time with the all-female group of Gallifreyans, and their ultimate purpose has never been made crystal clear. But what is crystal clear is that they are extremely powerful, as evidenced by their use of a very strong brew known as the Elixir of Life, which can not only heal injuries but also make the drinker immortal. Both the Sisterhood and the Elixir were introduced in the fourth Doctor serial, The Brain of Morbius, where that potent potion was used to prevent the Doctor from dying. The Knight of the Doctor then saw the Sisterhood bring the eighth Doctor back to life after a fatal spaceship crash, before using a special version of the elixir to trigger his regeneration into the War Doctor. The Sisterhood also regularly uses the elixir for itself. It grants them extended
extended life whenever they drink it. So basically, they have immortality juice on tap, which could be pretty handy when you live in a universe where deadly aliens are lurking around pretty much every corner. Number 8. A Shielder Maisie Williams as Shilda has one of the craziest character arcs we've ever seen in Doctor Who. Going from an ordinary Viking girl to one of the universe's last remaining life forms over the course of her Series 9 journey. She started out on the pathway to eternal life by dying, falling while defending her village against the technologically superior Maya. Fortunately for her, the Doctor's Everybody Lives mantra is one he's determined to abide by. So he resurrects her by reprogramming a Maya repair kit to give it human compatibility. Crucially though, this repair kit doesn't just resurrect a shielder. It continually heals her, ensuring that her body never succumbs to injury or death. The Doctor admits this may have been a mistake and his fears prove warranted when a shielder, now going by the name Me, almost allows Earth to be invaded by a race of fire-breathing lion people. It's Doctor Who, just go with it. Me then plays a role in Clara's death, as well as the Doctor's four billion year stretch inside his confession dial. So, yeah, mistake seems pretty accurate. The character was last seen alongside a recently revived Clara Oswald, putting her immortality to good use by exploring the universe in a funky American diner-themed TARDIS. I mean, I could think of worse ways to spend an eternity. Number 7. Sam Swift. Possibly. Sam Swift and Ashilda are something of a package deal. When the 12th Doctor used that Maya repair kit to bring Ashilda back to life, he knew that he had made her immortal. But more importantly, he'd realised that he'd doomed her to a life of loneliness. Immortality is everybody else dying, he tells Clara before adding that Ashilda might one day meet someone she can't bear to lose. Fortunately then, the Doctor left her an extra repair kit, and this is where the wisecracking Mr. Swift comes in. Though he certainly wouldn't have been Ashilda's first choice, she used the repair kit on him to reverse his death, which was necessary to prevent the invasion of those aforementioned lion people. And with that repair kit being identical to the one the Doctor used on a shielder, it stands to reason that Swift would also gain the gift of eternal life. Well, the thing is, we don't actually know. At the end of the episode, the Doctor admits that he doesn't know what's going to happen to Swift, leaving a shielder with the rather confusing comment, he might be around for a while. Or not. Who can say? Thanks Doctor, that really clears things up. <laughs> Number 6. Borussia like the family of blood, Gallifreyan President Borussia thought that immortality was exactly what he wanted. Everlasting living? Well, that's a no-brainer, right? But, again like the family of blood, Borussia didn't think about the fine print. In 1983's The Five Doctors, this treacherous Time Lord is hell-bent on gaining access to the Tomb of Rassilon, which he believes will grant him the secrets of immortality. Exploiting the intellect of the Fifth Doctor's previous incarnations, he does indeed manage to reach the tomb and sets about claiming his prize, only to discover that this forbidden eternal fruit was sealed away for a damn good reason. In one of the most perfect examples of be careful what you wish for in the show's history, Barusa instead gets Ursula Blake with Rassilon's twisted version of immortality involving the recipient's head being turned into a concrete slab. Turns out that Rassilon's game plan was to use the lure of immortality to capture power-hungry deviants, and Barusa definitely fell for the bait. <laughs> Sucker. 
I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job, but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. Ever catch yourself eating the same flavorless dinner three days in a row? Dreaming of something better? Well, HelloFresh is your guilt-free dream come true, baby. It's me, Kiki Palmer. Let's wake up those taste buds with hot, juicy pecan-crusted chicken or garlic-butter shrimp scampi. Mm. Hello Fresh. Stop dreaming of all the delicious possibilities and dig in at HelloFresh.com. Let's get this dinner party started. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. Number five, Captain Jack Harkness. Arguably the most famous immortal in Doctor Who, Captain Jack Harkness certainly put his powers to the test in the years after the Bad Wolf gave them to him. He's been shot in the head, deleted by a cyberwoman, exterminated by a Dalek, and pushed off a building. But perhaps his most memorable death occurred in Doctor Who's third series finale, when he rode the TARDIS into the Time Vortex and managed to cling on all the way to the end of the universe. Oh, Jack, always the show-off. Though it's impossible to kill him with bullets, bombs, and other traditional weapons, we have technically seen Jack die for good. As much as some fans still believe this isn't the case, Russell T Davies reaffirmed in a 2020 tweet-along of New Earth and Gridlock that Jack is indeed the face of Bo. So when Bo slips away at the end of Gridlock, we're also saying farewell to everyone's favourite flirty time agent. Still, for all intents and purposes, the Captain Jack Harkness that we all know and love can never truly die. If it takes 5 billion years and a transformation into a giant pickled head to kill you off, then you know you're pretty badass. Number 4. The Trickster Russell T Davies' family-friendly spin-off, The Sarah Jane Adventures, introduced a handful of immortal entities to Doctor Who lore. From the Dark Empire's tyrannical leader Horath to Erasmus Darkening, quite possibly the best villain name ever, an alien scientist who took the lives of others in order to prolong his own. But with Horath very light on screen time and Darkening actually being defeated, The Sarah Jane Adventures' biggest and best immortal is easily the Trickster, a pale-faced, devilish-looking creature, whose idea of a perfect day out involves wreaking havoc on a universal scale. In The Wedding of Sarah Jane Smith, Rani describes the meddlesome monster as an all-powerful immortal, and it's mentioned that the trickster is part of a wider group, one whose goal is to alter reality and cause chaos, the Pantheon of Discord. The Tenth Doctor states that he's known of the Pantheon since he was a kid, and considering that this dashing Time Lord is pretty darn old, it's clear that the trickster and his pals have been around for a good long while. Now, in the lockdown webcast Farewell Sarah 
Jane, it's mentioned that the trickster has been shrunk down to the size of a doll and is locked away in a treasure chest for the next thousand years. And really, that's all you can do with a guy like this. You can contain him, sure, but you're never going to be able to properly deliver that fatal blow. Number three, Rex Matheson. The final moments of Torchwood Miracle Day were clearly meant to set up another series of the smash hit Doctor Who spin-off, with the final episode ending on a monumental cliffhanger involving CIA agent Rex Matheson. Miracle Day is one great big immortality story, with every human on Earth becoming incapable of dying after the Sinister Three Families organisation messes around with Captain Jack's superblood. This meddling is undone at the end of the story and humanity reunites with the sweet embrace of death. But Rex gets one hell of a surprise when he discovers that he isn't quite as mortal as he thought he was. After taking a bullet to the chest, courtesy of CIA mole Charlotte Wills, Rex succumbs to his injury and dies, momentarily. Bursting back to life, the poor bloke looks equal parts shocked and confused, with Jack and Gwen lost for words as his bullet wound heals before their very eyes. We then cut to black, and that's where Torchwood ends. Given that he survived a fatal gunshot, we can only assume that Rex has somehow achieved the same level of immortality as Captain Jack. And if that's the case, is there another giant head in a jar somewhere in the universe? Number 2. The Doctor Originally, this entry was intended to be a bit of a cheat, as in, the show must go on and you can't really have Doctor Who without the Doctor, and so by virtue of being the starring role, the Doctor has some pretty impenetrable plot armour, a metaform of immortality, if you like, that ensures they will never be killed off. And while that is still the case, the Doctor is actually immortal in-universe too sort of. With that pesky regeneration limit being removed post-Timeless Child, the Doctor now has infinite lives, so even if they do suffer an injury that would normally be fatal, something that presumably will happen in Jodie Whittaker's upcoming finale, they can just respawn. Before the Chibnall era, those respawns were limited, but not anymore. That switch has been toggled to infinite. There are, of course, a handful of ways to prevent the regeneration process from occurring, but these are so rare that the Doctor can strut their stuff without ever having to worry about paying a visit to the Great TARDIS in the sky. Well, that is until another showrunner comes along and rewrites all the rules. Again, number one, the Eternals. Surprise, surprise, a group of beings known as the Eternals are immortal. They just had to rub it in our faces, didn't they? This electric group of cosmic gods have been around since the dawn of time, give or take a few million years. And because they've lived and will continue to live for such a ridiculously long time, their entire MO is to amuse themselves by using mortal beings as playthings. And that's bad news for us frail little humans. From Captains Rack and Stryker in the 5th Doctor serial Enlightenment to Light in the 7th Doctor serial Ghostlight, we've seen a number of fascinating Eternals in the show over the years, each of them essentially looking for a way to cure their everlasting boredom. I mean, they could learn a new language or practice playing the guitar, but no. Annoying little humans, it's far more fun! Most recently, the 13th Doctor faced off against the Eternals Zelin and Rakaia in the Series 12 episode Can You Hear Me? She defeated them by sentencing them to a lifetime of imprisonment. Because, like the trickster, that's the best way to deal with this lot. Lock them up and throw away the key. The Time Lords act like they wear the pants in the universe, but compared to the might and influence of the Eternals, they're basically tiny little insects.
Hold up. What was that? Boring. No flavor. That was as bad as those leftovers you ate all week. Kiki Palmer here. And it's time to say hello to something fresh and guilt free. Hello, Fresh. Jazz up dinner with pecan crusted chicken or garlic butter shrimp scampi. Now that's music to my mouth. Hello, Fresh. Let's get this dinner party started. Discover all the delicious possibilities at HelloFresh.com.